Wallace Perling was nine years old that year and in the second grade. Though he should have been in the fourth. Most people in town, though, knew that he had difficulty keeping up, or at least that's how Reader's Digest reported it many years ago. Still, Wally was liked by most all the kids in his class, all of whom were smaller than he was, although the boys still had trouble hiding their frustration when Wally would ask to play ball with them or any game, for that matter, where the goal was to win. They'd find a way to keep him out, but Wally would hang around anyway, not sulking, but hoping. He was helpful, always willing and always smiling, and the protector, paradoxically, of the underdog. If the older boys chased the younger ones away, It would be Wally who would say, can't they stay? They're not bothering anyone. Wally fancied the idea of being a shepherd that year in the Christmas pageant, but the play's director, Miss Lombard, assigned him a more important role. After all, she reasoned, the innkeeper didn't have that many lines, And Wally's size would make for a refusal of lodging to Joseph more forceful. And so it happened. The large audience gathered that night in the auditorium for the town's annual extravaganza of creches and crooks, beards, crowns, halos, and a stage full of squeaky voices. No one on stage or off was more caught up in the magic of the night than Wallace Perling. They said later that in the wings that night, no one watched the performance with such fascination that Miss Lombard was concerned that he would wander on stage before his cue. Then the time came when Joseph appeared slowly and tenderly guiding Mary to the door of the inn. Joseph knocked hard on the wooden door, and there in front of the painted backdrop, Wally, the innkeeper, was waiting. What do you want? Wally said, swinging the door open with a brusque gesture. We seek lodging. Seek it elsewhere, Wally said vigorously. The inn is filled. Sir, we have searched everywhere in vain. We have traveled far and we are very weary, Joseph said right on cue. There is no room for you in the inn. Wally looked appropriately stern. Please, good innkeeper, this is my wife Mary, and and she is great with child and needs a place to rest. Surely you must have some small corner. She is so tired. Now, for the first time, the innkeeper relaxed his stiff stance and looked down at Mary. And with that... 
there was a long pause, long enough to make the audience slightly embarrassed. No, be gone, said the prompter. No, Wally repeated automatically, be gone. Joseph sadly placed his arm around Mary and Mary laid her head upon her husband's shoulder and the two of them began to move away. But the innkeeper did not return inside the inn, however. Wally stood there in the doorway watching the forlorn couple. His mouth open, his brow creased with concern, his eyes unmistakably filling with tears. And suddenly, this Christmas pageant became different from all others. Don't go, Joseph! Wally cried out. Bring Mary back! And Wallace Perling's face grew into a bright smile. You can have my room. <laughs> Some people that night thought that the pageant had been ruined forever. But a lot of people there considered it the most Christmas, Christmas pageant they had ever seen. Neil Maxwell wrote, each of us is an innkeeper who decides if there is room for Jesus. I don't know about you, but for me this time each year, it's an intentional decision about whether or not I am going to allow the commercialization of Christmas that I freely exercise to take hold or the sacred to decide the season? Will it be the holiness or the frenetic pace that dictates my holiday cheer? As the ancient story is retold, I am tempted each year to place a cage around my heart and exclaim, there is no room for anything else that demands my time, my energy, my resources, or my vulnerability. There's already too much asked of me. Surely the child of God wants nothing more. Like the little drummer boy, I want to exclaim, I have no gift to bring. And yet... Like Wally Perling, just before the Holy Family slips into the darkness of a humid Florida December night, I find myself exclaiming, Don't go. Don't go you can have my room 